We are the Nerd Eternal Network. It's Tuesday night, so that means it's our Esper Genesis game here on Dire Bear. I'm your GM for the evening, Jason, from over the Nerd Eternal Network. And joining me today, as usual, is Decca as Armanto. Armanto. I was like, you got this. Armanto. Armanto. Okay. I got it right then. Yeah, Eric I as Adrian Steele. Zach as Francis. Hello. Anna as Jade. And hopefully joining us here in a little bit will be Patrick playing Hole. Uh, we're going to be short one player tonight, but we will persevere. Alright. Who remembers what happened last week? Cat got shot a lot. And then suspiciously, she's not here this week. Hmm. All right, let's see. Yeah, Deco was gone, and did let's see. Were we missing a hole last week too? Yes. Okay. So we'll have to re-explain all this when he shows up. All right. So to catch Deco up, we had let's see. I'm trying to remember where it was. You actually started. Started with the slippery log last week. I think so. Anyway, they were making their way through the... Y'all were all making your way through the wilderness. You came to a ravine. Francis had a little trouble getting across a log. Some drones attacked. It was it was not a long, drawn-out something. But everybody manages to get across without falling off. Uh, you camp overnight. The only disturbance is a robotic dog that sneaks into camp and leaves a speaker. Uh, you vacated before this, or removed the speaker before you had any chance to find out what it was, or what it was there for. It was just gonna be—it was just gonna be the main villain, you know, mocking you in the morning. But, <laughs> but That's uh, just evil. Well, you know, you had then. Uh, sounds good, by the way. Ah, good, good. Back to chat only, so I don't hear my voice. Yeah, that is distracting. But anyway, you had made it to a clearing. The, the coordinates you were given, you know, that you've been tracking towards this whole time. And it was a fairly nice house. Uh, low tech by the standards, you know, that you're used to. Though it did have, it did have power and, and modern, mostly modern facilities inside. Uh, as well as a large building that he was apparently using to do taxidermy. And another uh, another side building that was like a you know kind of his meat processing or whatever. Just the whole hunter, he had the whole hunter thing going on. So they wind up creeping into the splitting up, creeping into the onto the property. Well, he is basically invisible on the rooftop with his sniper rifle. 
And as it turns out, Cat was the only visible target the first round, so she caught three sniper rounds that first round. Oh, jeez. And then all the, his, then his, you know, squad of robotic dogs started attacking. Uh, but she got, she basically barricaded herself inside the house for part of the fight. And, you know, they took the dogs out, and while the hunter himself ran around loose for a little bit longer, uh, they have taken him down. He is now laying there, barely stable, uh, but conscious and talking, and he's giving you uh, some information that you'd ask for, and he's just trying to talk you into not killing him. He's a Primarin, so... He's a Primarin, so killing him would not be permanent anyway. And he, but his, from his point of view, though, it's it's a pain to start over with a new body, so he just assumed... Oh, yeah, that's right. And I kind of convinced him that I knew how to permanently lock him in a body. Right. You, or at the very least, he's concerned because you believe you can do it. Yeah. He was, he was not completely convinced you could actually do it. Mm-hmm. I'll go. And let's see, you had raided his house, you had looted him. Oh. <laughs> and the tragic, but fairly comedic. There was a minefield. If you're looking at the map in front of his house, that big open area uh-huh. where all the dead doggos are. Uh-huh. He had that mind. Well, Cat and uh, Adrian managed to walk through it with never, never stepping on anything. The two, okay. the two fellows that had, that you'd taken captive earlier, that had ambushed you, that previous, you know, the cat guy, and his his that blind we... buddy, they were yep. not so lucky. Oh no! Uh, Marrow made it through okay, but his blonde friend stepped on a mine. It was some sort of incinerator, you know. You step on it, and there's a jet of flame that comes up around you. you know, it's not just explosive. Well, of course, he's set on fire, so he stops, drops, and rolls right onto another mine. He does this four times in a row. You know, I'm rolling for him. He does that four times in a row and dies. Oh, wow. So Mero is... He promptly went inside, as soon as he was given permission, went inside the guy's house and hit the wet bar. Is is trying to deal with his potential PTSD the old-fashioned way. At least till y'all get all horrible. That's valid. Uh, and we basically wrapped up with them questioning and talking to the hunter. Uh, he had explained that he had no particular interest in going after you. He had basically been put up to it with the promise of a favor. Which seems to be how the Primarin deal with each other. Is that they just kind of an exchange of favors. Favor for a favor. Yeah, he's, he's not actually part of the, the clique basically, that's pursuing you. You know, he's like, yeah, I ain't really part of them. You know, but he just, he is, just enjoys hunting. Arc. Yeah, he just enjoys hunting. <laughs> you guys seem like you might be a challenge. And, you know, so, the promise of a favor. Oh, they had also discovered that as soon as he had arrived here, and he was a little embarrassed about this, but as soon as he had arrived here, the... The, the clique that had put him up to it were already here to take Danru. So this was supposed to be a contest that, you know, if you basically if you were able to survive him and got here, you know, beat him, basically, you'd have your friend. 
well, yeah, your friend's not here. Mm-hmm. He didn't, you know, he was a little embarrassed. He didn't figure it would matter because he figured he'd kill you before you got here. He's terribly sorry about that. Oh, I'm sure he is. He seemed fairly... His embarrassment about it at least seemed to be honest. I, per- I appreciate professional courtesy, but he's still a, he's still a dick. Like, hey. Jeremy appreciates professional courtesy. <laughs> Aramato's still pissed. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I forgot about... It. Since you weren't here last week, I forgot about... I forgot to have you make any comments about uh, Aramato. Well... That's why While this now. was going on, he would look at her. He would be surprised when he saw Armando. I figured the I figured the critters had gotten you by now. Try more than critters to get me. My hand, my hand is like over him, and you see the grand blade slowly coming down out of out of my out of the rig. Now, now I've been cooperating. There's no need for that. Cooperation, nothing. You destroyed my ship. I've destroyed a lot of ships. That doesn't make it right. But no, yeah, but it means I, it wasn't personal. That's what that's what I was getting at. Besides, there Those wasn't people, very many people on that ship. They and they were all my friends. Well, now you have. Uh huh. This is this is not going to end well for me. He looks over at uh, Adrian. I've been cooperating. My only request better is to be hope left alive. one of these people, one of these people, better stop me. Pointing to uh, Adrian and. Well, you'd better stop then, because I have something else in mind. He uh, whips his hand over like that, and the grand blade still comes out, but he's holding he's holding it instead of like straight up stabbing him. And and, and what is it you have in mind, there, fellow? Well, favor for a favor. Okay, that's the kind of transaction I that I'm used to dealing with. All right. What is it you want from me, and what and what are you going to do for me? Well, what I've already done. I just kept him from killing you. All right, and what, do you, meantime, what do you need from me any more than the information I've already given you? Well, see, the information you you gave me was to have our group not kill you. He is someone who just joined us. So you're you're going to play the technicality and claim he's not part of your group. I represent the Toreador. I don't represent these people. Not so much I'm going to play the technicality. It's more of facts. Very well. What do you want? What else do you want from me? What happened to your people that you are dead set on hiding it? They were wiped out. Uh Uh-huh. By yourselves? By the Ganiello. And who are they? I'm trying to think of you. Oh, no, you had not done anything that would have let him know that you've met them. Yep. 
<laughs> That's right. You've just been using the Ekajati language. Mm-hmm. I've only been using the Ekajati language. Their name translates as something along the lines of wise light. They appear as beings of pure energy. Hmm. Just as you all appear as beings of prismatic energy? We appear as prismatic light, yes. It, well, it, what's the it, difference it, between it, you, then? It is a similar... Uh, they can't physically, other than producing light, they can't physically interact with the... Or they cannot interact with the physical world at all. Mm. Before they transcended... They had established... Uh, I guess you would call it robotic factories. They had left behind machines that could take orders from them. That could then build whatever they needed to. So they have they have great machines hidden in the black between stars that can, and in empty solar systems that can produce things they need when they want to meddle with mortal races. Mm. Would you happen to know where any of those are? No. We tend to destroy the uh, any of them that we come across. Even those that aren't part of uh, the sect that's opposing you. They're, Why? They are very zealous about hunting these things down. The rest of us, yeah, we run across one, we'll take it out. We're not going to what? waste, you know, all of our... What started eternity. this feud between you two? Hmm. They wanted to uplift everyone like they had been uplifted. So they wanted everyone to ascend as they did, to become beings of energy. Mm-hmm. And, well, not everyone... Not everyone wants what they wanted. And But so they you thought they to... were so wise. And so he's getting visibly your... angry as he talks about this. Like, this is, you know... It's like he was, was calm, but the more yeah. he's talking about it, it's just, he's getting he's like it's like it's an old grudge, and he's getting himself worked up about it again. Yeah, this is why Adrian is poking that specific button, because people that get emotional are more prone to <laughs> start talking. Ah, finally, I found the guy's name. Torjo, Torjo, T U R J O. Has that been his name the whole time and we've just been calling him, like, Hunter or something? No, no, this is the head of the clique that's after you. Okay. I was trying to remember his late name last week, and I was thinking it was Edis, but Edis was a planet y'all had been on. So, they wanted to do this regardless of what others thought. My people had put them... Held them up as leaders of a sort. So they felt they had the authority to do it to us. Whether whether the majority of us agreed to it or not. Hmm. 
Well, then how did you become energy? They attempted it. We attempted to stop them. Uh, so the process, whatever... And don't ask me the technical... I was not a scientist at the time. I don't know any of the technical details. But essentially, our attempt to stop it stopped it from functioning correctly. So in that form, we can't interact, still interact with the physical world to some degree. I see. You so... know, and eventually we learned to, to take bodies of the, uh, you know, relati relatively recently deceased. So why were they bothering with genetically uplifting people then? What do you mean? Well, we've run into some of their work before. Um, there's a people that were removed from their home because of a faulty crucible, as far as they know. Well, they were primitive still, kind of, at the time. And they were genetically modified to be able to survive on the planet that they were placed. Oh. The Ekinjati. Yeah, that was something they were doing. Oh, okay. They, uh... And they... They did not go around just randomly choosing to manipulate and and interfere with the, the natural development. Uh, I recall, I think, the race you're talking about. And yes, uh, a faulty crucible, something had damaged it. And it was just sending out pulses of energy. Which, you know, is the origin of Esper abilities. But it can... It, in the large doses that planet was getting, it was causing random mutations. Right. It was a. It was. It was in danger of being of causing massive extinction event, just an ongoing extinction event. We don't. Th from, they they didn't think life would have survived. Mutation. Yeah. They didn't think life would have survived really for for too long. So. Did you used to be the Ekajati, or are were you separate? He seems hesitant to answer. I have your word that you will leave me alive. Yes, I already gave you that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that your group won't had... kill me. That he won't kill yeah. me. According... No one will kill you. I will physically attempt to stop them myself if they try. Very well. Yeah. Attempt. The only other condition I put on this is. If you reveal that you, that you know this to any other of the Primarin, you do not tell them who squealed. An additional condition onto that, then. We exchange contact information so I could speak to you in further detail on it if I have questions in the future. And before you say anything else about it, it such a deal may potentially sway us to your side of your people anyway because so far all we have dealt with is 
Primorans such as you attempting to kill us. There haven't been any that have actually exchanged discourse like this. We don't tend to talk about ourselves. I assure and... you, there there are plenty in the universe that have no interest in you. Over the years, uh, the majority of us have taken to whatever pursuits interest us. I was a hunter even before what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, others, you know, may enjoy pursuing science for its own sake, so they may be they may move around, you know, every few generations pop up as a research scientist here or there or yeah, whatever their hobby is, whatever their interest was. Some run around doing humanitarian work. For some, their purpose in life is wine, women, and song. So, in a way, hedonism. He kind of—it's like he chews on that word for a little bit. I can't say that's inaccurate. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, it's—it's it's, not everybody just, is something that you would typically think of as hedonism, but it's yeah. Well, Perfect. if it's. If it's seeking something for the purpose of your own pleasure, whether it be physical, mental, what have you, then if it's to the exclusion of all else, it could be considered such. Yes, I suppose you're correct. So back to my original question. Before we got sidetracked. Oh, yeah, the deal. Uh, I'll agree... You keep my name out of your mouth. I don't even know your name other than Hunter. That would be enough for them to know it was me. Fair enough. Okay. And I will answer... When you call at a later date, I will answer and be as as helpful as I can. Then we have an accord. There. You all see Aramanta walk off and start, like, stacking, like, rocks in a, a makeshift, like, makeshift grave... To make like a makeshift grave, <clears throat> just finds a bunch of rocks. And... Who's he burying? Uh, his crew. If I, to, if I were to guess, his crew, oh. or at least the memory of. Oh, him. sorry, I didn't realize he was asking. Not, I, I didn't realize Hunter was asking. I thought the no, 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 that was just me. That was just me asking. Who's he gonna bury? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah. that was the hunter asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was the, I thought that was the hunter. No, it was just. I, or I thought it was the going, well, You know, your crew died a while back. You'd have probably already buried them. I mean, it's still a memorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Oh, let's see. What was your original question? Oh, yes, you were asking if the Primarin were the Ekajedi. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that was us. I see wonder you look so surprised when I started speaking it is not a language that I hear often other than from other primary I see and we know each other when we come into contact so it's it's not a surprise when it happens in well surprise You've discovered a fair amount about us in a very short period of time. I'm not sure that has ever happened yeah. before. <laughs> well, and thanks to you deciding to make a deal as opposed to outright trying to kill me after this, 
that information will be kept secret and just with me. Good. The last thing we need is people running around, poking around, trying to find find us. Mm. Yeah, imagine. I mean, honestly, for me, the, the thing that most interests me is just new technology, all things considered. That's true. That's, that's, the, only, that's, that's the only reason I've been doing this, is because there's something new. <laughs> I suppose true. you could call it my own hedonistic flaw. Yeah, I guess the, I guess the current races haven't caught up with us yet. No, they have not by a long shot. So it's new and it's interesting and I wanted to learn more and then all of this started happening. He starts kind of working his way trying to stand. Well, if that concludes our business, I'll... Adrian will help him up. Thank you. If that concludes our business, I will make my way back into the house and uh, see about fixing this old body up first and he'll hold out the tablet for the man's contact info oh yes yes of course Five 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 two seven one. I will punch you in the taint <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no he give the Seth and I think he may have given you the contact information last time but uh no, I don't think he did. I think we were still debating whether or not we were going to kill him at that point. Or he had at least explained the nature of it. Because it's not like he, it's... Not like it's uh, oh, no, no. He had told you how the Primarin communicate with each other with, you know, dead drops. And it's, you know, yeah. they're very secretive. Uh, yes, he, he gives you just a plain old phone number, essentially, of mm-hmm. the human... of the uh, Yeah, the hunter is human currently. The human identity he's been using, you know, he has an yeah, identity I mean, yeah. in you know government databases and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he gives you that with you know, I mean, don't just call him up, call him up. It's a secure line kind of thing. Yeah. How you doing? The little curl of the <laughs> telephone line. Good grief. What you thinking about? And now I'm picturing him laying on his laying on his stomach, kicking his feet behind him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great. The party out out hunted him, and now he's got a crush on him. All of them. All of them at once. What um, have we done? As you all turn around or whatever, Aramato is like meditating, and his you see his rig kind of glowing as he meditates. Well, he, now he goes, well, that, that concludes our business. I'll uh, let you be on your way. That does indeed. Francis gently grabs the hunter by his shoulder and just gets up very close. Now we had a deal, young man. <laughs> if I ever see you in this body... Or any other body, I will eat you alive. Unless I call him. <laughs> you see him on the comms, like, you eat the computer. I can't promise I won't threateningly wave a bottle <laughs> of steak sauce. That, that works. That's, that's disconcerting. Aramanto meditating, he says, 
I like that guy. He's like this. Or if he's like this, like cross arm like this. I like that guy. I will endeavor to make sure that we do not meet. To your help, then. And he limps into his, uh, you know, into his house. Right. Shall we call home? I would rather not be on this planet anymore. Yeah, let's get the hell off it. All right, you have, uh, well, you have Marrow's communication equipment. And your, your comms by themselves will probably reach orbit at least. Yeah. Eventually, uh, oh, go ahead. So what are we going to do with Marrow? We're just going to leave him here or we're going to take him with us? I think he was cooperating with you with the promise of getting back to civilization. Let's do it. Let's go. Or at least that's all he seemed to be interested in was, you know, him and Blondie getting home and well, now it's just him. Eventually, uh Aramato gets up and turns to face the rest of the party and and looks looks at them and squints and says I guess I guess I'm gonna join you all as well puts the grand blade up goes back into little rivets on his on his forearm congratulations you've just hired me <clears throat> so you came to this planet or this moon looking for a sentinel and you found one it wasn't the exact make and model you were looking for, but, you know, it'll get you where you're going. Aramato has, in parentheses, officially joined the party. Ping. <clears throat> uh. Alright, so who's calling who and how y'all calling him? Uh, I suppose we should use Mara's equipment to call his ship to get him out of here. Okay. And then ring up Jim and have him pick him up. Pick, uh, have Jim pick us up. Yeah. <coughs> Alright, what was... I was not remember if Mero... I don't remember if y'all had the name of Mero's ship or not, but you fire up his equipment. You know, he gives you the, he he had already given you the passcodes to it. Uh, you wait a few minutes. There's no answer. You wait a few more minutes. There's no. You wait long enough that with this kind of equipment, you should be getting a response from anywhere in the system. Mero is starting to look worried. I know he wouldn't have left us. 
We pay him too well for him to have left us. We should call Jim. Alright. Uh, and you can do that on y'all's comms, or you can you can redo the frequency on, on Marrow's to... You know, we'll use our comms. For whatever frequency the, the roustabout uses. Uh, you fire up your comms, and there is a significant delay. But you do eventually get a staticky response. You can recognize Jim's voice. Uh, you, you think he's saying that he can barely hear you? Hey, Hunter, what's the Wi-Fi password? Oh, he's already walked into the house. <laughs> But uh, you also, eventually you make out the words on his way. Uh, and as he gets, as he gets, uh, or as time passes, the signal starts coming in stronger. You know, he, it's, he tries you back, a, you know, ten minutes later or so. And the signal's coming through much better. You can you can hear each other, understand each other. Are you guys all right? Did you, did you find uh, Danru? No, we didn't find Dan, but uh, did find a new friend. And we got a lead on where Dan actually is. So the guy was lying, and he wasn't even he wasn't even here. Half true. Oh, that is. Let's, let's just leave it at half truth. I hope y'all. A, a very convenient half truth. Uh, Aramanto says, "Hello, my oh, name is Aramanto." A... Oh, pleased to meet you. I'm, I'm Gio. Uh, well, he doesn't wave. You're only getting. You're only getting uh, audio. Oh, the comm, the comm signals. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was already landed. My bad. But uh, okay. No, no, not yet. I might have my hand out like this, like a jackass. Jim sounds exhausted. You don't know you've ever heard the man sound this tired. This is this is gonna need to be a, a quick extract, guys. They have uh, a. Oh, I'm 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 pretty sure as soon as I left the the uh, uh, asteroid belt I was hiding in, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're they're heading this way now. Who Who's heading this way? Uh, a couple of ships might might be unmanned, some kind of unmanned drone. Uh, they 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 shot into the system almost as soon as I got back into orbit. They're dropping y'all off. I've been having to move around and hide from the the last couple of days. Uh, let's see, y'all camped what two or three times? It's it's been Sounds at least. About it's been somewhere in the two to four day range that you've been been on this moon. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I don't think I've gotten more than a half hour of sleep at a time since y'all been down there. Let's see. Uh, eventually, you eventually you see him coming down because you know he's he's pinged your comm, so he's got your coordinates. Uh. You know, he lands in this big open space over here close to the house. 
Because uh, the roustabout's way too big for that one little... Yeah. Uh, as he lands, the ship sets down on a couple of the mines. So, you know, the landing gear hit and fire shoots out from either side of them. But they're, you know, they're designed as anti-personnel, so they're not doing anything really Just noticeable to give the ship. It, giving it a cool paint job. Yeah, I mean, they're scratching. It, it, it's... It's messing the paint up is basically it. You know, probably a couple of points of damage because going from player level weapons to ship level weapons is a factor of 10, so. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's like one hit point each. Yeah, the grenade, if, if the mine did 10 points of damage, the ship takes one, so. However, the ship looks like it's been in a fight prior to, to arriving. What does the ship look like? Oh, that's right. You've probably never seen the roustabout. No, I haven't. Uh, come on now. I know I had his picture. The only one that's on the on the bio looks like it's a broken link. Let me just grab the one I use as a mini. There we go. Alright, if you're looking on the farm map. Oh, jeez. Nice. And that's... it. Yeah, probably more proportional like that, because it's, it's doing weird things trying to fit it into the grid. But yeah. Or if you got your cam up and can see it, there's a miniature of it. Oh, wow. You have a mini of it. That's actually really cool. Oh, yeah. We've also got official maps of it. Which would be a good time for me to pimp that guy's side out. We got... I got... When the game started up, I got permission from a fellow that runs uh, ZeroHour.com. Yeah, ZeroHour.com. You know, Zero-HR.com. That sells poster maps up for ships with the miniatures for the ship. Uh, he did a board game with them, but I don't know if it's still in print or not. But you can still get the, the ships and the maps and all that. Or digital copies, right. which is what I use on here. And, you know, he was cool with me using the, the pictures of the ships and the, the maps of the ships. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, yeah. I try to give out his... Ad address anytime one pops up. Anyway. So like I said, the roustabout lands. It has clearly been shot up. Uh, Jim comes down the gangplank. He does not step off the gangplank as he is looking around at what caused the commotion when he landed. He just landed on some anti-personnel mines. It's fine. Oh, great. Like we didn't have enough repairs to do. I mean, we could probably just buff it out, buff it out if we have to. He kind of looks up at some of the bigger, bigger shots where you know, the aft of the ship has clearly been shot many times. Well, a few times. 
Alright, if, if y'all are ready to go, we probably need to get on out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me get, grab Morrow. Don't want to leave him here. I actually feel kind of bad about doing that. Who's Morrow? Oh, they oh. got another guy. Hi. Oh, oh. That's... Hi, Aramanto. Nice oh, to yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim, shake your hand. Yeah, pleased to meet you. How are you? How are you already here? Probably the same way you guys got here. He kidnapped a buddy of yours. Something like that. Oh. Uh, you see, you see, uh, you see, like the the uh, the gears turning in Aramanto's head. So that's what happened to the Toriador. Okay, he walks in. He walks in without even being invited. Alright, so all y'all load up. Morrow walks out. He's got a couple of things of whiskey or bourbon or something. You know, in each each hand. Hey, Jade, we got a new friend. Yeah. He has drinks. Oh, I, I'd have brought more if I thought everybody else wanted some. Still can. Uh... So everybody loads up in the ship, you take off. Let's see. Who in the party could Oh, that's right, Danry was the was the only guy in the party that could that could pilot. Um I have the ability to. But Jim wouldn't know that, so he wouldn't say anything to you about it. But uh but you see him you see him fumble with the controls a little bit at the control panel. What's the, if you're going to make me roll for it, what's the roll for vehicle space? Uh, you basically have to be, I think you have to be proficient with the vehicle. I am. Well, I'm proficient with space vehicles. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think it's just decks after that. Okay. Let me, well, I'm, I'm asking just to make it, uh, just to do it here on, on the, so I'm not just querying an attribute, I can put dex. Alright, let's see here. Am I adding anything to it because it's a nice ship? Because it's a what ship? Because it's a nice ship. <laughs> Alright, let's see here. <laughs> Let's see. All right. So if you're proficient with the ship, you know, ba the basic basic landing, takeoffs, flying it around, you don't really have to roll for. Right. It's more for, like, being in dogfights and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Or if there's something yeah. else that's causing, you know... The planet behind you is exploded, and you're dodging chunks of planet. Why, you know that kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then I'll, I'll walk up and just kind of like look at the like. Uh, hang on, I got this, and start oh, oh, messing thanks. with. Basically, you pull uh, down the co-pilot chair and kind of take over. Huh. It, our last, our it, last it signal might, to pilot. <clears throat> it's, that, it's a sentinel thing. 
He kind of uh, looks over. He takes that, a close look at your eyes. Are you sure you're not Danru? No. Okay. Pretty sure. Um, Danru was a cash, so he could change his face, but his eyes would always stay jet black. Yeah. Uh, we had a cash on our ship. Oh, what happened to your ship? Uh, likely the worst, a uh, worst version of what happened to your ship. Oh, oh, y'all got lured here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have thought before I asked that. Is that what happened to the cat guy too? Is he one of yours? Uh, no, he's unfortunately not. But I mean, I I feel like this is just a pattern with this person. Lure me in, blow up their ships once they're all, once they're. I hope y'all shot him several times. They wanted to kill him, but they didn't. You, you didn't. Hold on. He gets up out of out of the chair. He leaves you flying. He walks back to where the rest of the crew is. You didn't kill this guy. I wanted to eat him, but Adrian made a deal, and I and I'm pretty sure Adrian could kick my ass if he had to. So there. You're not wrong, considering the day. He looks over at Adrian. What kind of deal did you make with him? One where I learned a considerable amount of information, and I now have a personal contact with their entire race. Okay, I guess that is substantial. I'd have slept better knowing he was dead, though. Yeah, me too! Yeah, well... For his kind, death is just an inconvenience. God, oh, yeah, it was he is he? Well, Jim makes his way back up. Uh, as he's walking back into the, you know, cockpit, he does tell you everybody probably needs to be in the battle stations, you know, when we break orbit. Alright, let's see where to go. Alright, so y'all are off. Poof. Into the black. I, I, like, eventually start explaining. I used to be a pretty good pilot before I was. But we had our own. But I just kept it just in case. Kept the skills, you know, active just in case. Alright. So as you are leaving orbit... Uh, hang on just a second. I'm trying to. All right, somebody that's fam really familiar with Roll Twenty. How do you make the auras around miniatures visible to everybody? Uh, no we idea. can do it on our end. We can make it do it on our end because uh, you click on the mini and then you uh, go into the options. Pretty much where the, where the same place where the health bar is. You just set a set a, set a radius. I have done that, and I can see it on my GM screen, but not on the screen I'm recording, which would be what y'all would see. Interesting. Uh, that's, uh... Is it someone, is it a creature who is also on the GM, GM layer? Because that might, that might do it. Alright, I found it. Oh. You, gotta go, you gotta go into the, into the advanced... 
and ah. check a box to let them see, let people see the auras. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. It's important only in that it makes them show up better on the map. Is why I'm doing That's it. That's so Everybody can tell. Yeah. Just think of it as your ship sensors pinging enemies versus friends. Ping, 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 ping. That, since I'm using the same miniature, it makes them, you know, I can say the red one or the orange one to identify. Gotcha. Alright. As you're leaving, much as Jim predicted, as soon as you break orbit, uh, you pick up on these two ships coming in. Uh... They're not as they're not as close to you as it looks on the map quite yet. But they are coming in from outside this planet's, you know, system of moons. Much like Jim did, you know. The solar right, system has like an asteroid belt. And that's where Jim had been hiding. He'd been moving from asteroid to asteroid. Basically trying to avoid him. Uh that looks like incoming. Alright. Are you going to try to just run? Are you going to engage? Are you going to try to communicate with them? What do you want to do? Uh, oh, damn, that's actually me because I'm the pilot. Shit. <laughs> well, I imagine uh, the entire party will voice their opinions. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, Adrian's offended yeah. running, honestly, after yeah. this. Yeah, as beat up as the rouse about has been described as, I think, making a run for us a better... better it's taken uh, a few shots action. to the rear. It's not It's not about to blow up or anything. Yeah, it's. Uh, it looks like, like... I'm looking at the health bar. It doesn't look that bad. It's... Uh, I'm still... Aramato is also of the mind of fleeing right now because it's... He's had a long couple of months. He just wants to go to some civilization. Uh, and keep in mind, Jim right. flying the ship by himself couldn't fire back, so... Yeah. You know, this is not the kind of ship that you can really do it all yourself. Alright. Uh, let's... Let's... Let's take our time. Let's think about this logically. Two ships, one of us. There's a bunch of us in here. And he keeps going on like that, on and on. Uh, screw it, let's go! Alright, uh... Time and movement. Alright, give me a piloting check for your initiative. Sure. Is this a vehicle roll? Yeah, it, it's... Hang on, let me find where it... Make sure I get the, uh... Alright, piloting maneuver check. A D20 plus your proficiency score, if applicable. You're proficient with the ship, uh -huh. so that's applicable. Yes. Uh, plus your dexterity. Okay. Uh, that is... 11. Okay. Sorry, that's 10. The little dot on the 6 is hard... Him a turn. Just 
that's the city. Yeah, that's it. Alright, so they both get turns. And you said you had a 10? Yes. And they... Seven and a thirteen. Okay. All right. And what you pick up on the sensors, uh, these two ships are maybe a third the size of the roustabout. You know, they are not large. Uh, they might be starfighters, or they might be, like Jim suggests, they may be unmanned drones. He, at no point did he get any communications from them. They didn't respond to any communications he sent out. Alright, uh, so... I have something, I just have to look in the book. Okay. Because I speak, I speak, uh, Alomu. What is a Lomu? That's what I'm looking at. Basically, the it's, tech language. It's, it's, yeah, it's tech language. Oh, it's, so like, was, binary, was, it's like speaking there, binary in Star Trek okay, or Star yeah, Wars. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, so maybe they understand that. Uh, so, as, as we begin, I, I, like, I'll try to hail them and say, this is, this is the, what's the name of the ship again? The Roustabout. Roustabout. I'm, I'm asking, I'm asking them, I'm not asking oh, as a player. The character. Roustabout. <laughs> this is, I'm speaking in Alomu, uh, this is the Roustabout, uh, what, you're, you're, I mean, you're in our, you're in our space. We're just trying to leave. What? What? In your what is path. your intention? Yeah, you're in our flight path. What? What are your intentions? You get a response. Ooh. In a relatively pleasant-sounding voice. Oh shit! Greetings, roustabout. Please stand down and be destroyed. Is this also in Alomu, or is this just in? This is in common? Ha-ha! Yes! Adrian just uh, sort of walks up and is like, oh, lovely. They are trying to kill us, and they... Yeah, I heard. They don't speak. You speak Alomu? I do. That is good to know. Alright, uh, we're going to... Oh, it's their turn now, so... Alright, well... They're far enough away at this point that uh, oh okay they're not gonna start shooting yet, but I mean they are racing towards you. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's. I'm looking at my my pilot and I'm just like, all right, get ready to fire. We're gonna probably have to go through them to get get out. Uh, they are actually just in our flight path. Uh, we're gonna try not to, but if we have to, I mean, or this ship can can defend itself, right? We have a few guns and a rocket launcher, yes. 
Ooh, rocket launcher. I haven't had one of those on a ship before. Alright, there, there's the stats for the roustabout. Ship size large. Armor class is 16, though the armor class is factored in. Now that I think about it, I think the pilot and stuff depends on that to some degree. Is that the base armor class? And then my, my, uh, my, my, um, my awesome plus one to dexterity helps, or? I think the base may have been 15 plus somebody else's dexterity. Or 14. Okay. I think it was 14. And Jim had like a plus two, or Taylor's, or Danru had a plus two or some such. Is it the dex mod, or is it the, the sh vehicle mod? Let's see. You know, it may be the maneuver defense that, ch that changed depending on who was piloting it. That may be what's going on. Okay. Mine's a, mine's a plus four. Ship stats. AC. Armor class is modified by the pilot's dexterity. Damn it. Okay. It's a plus one. So you've got a plus one. So your armor class currently would probably be a fifteen rather than a sixteen. Then so okay. I want to say I want to say it had a plus two on it prior. I think the sixteen was from Danru. Yeah, yeah, because he tended okay. to pilot in combat. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think once we hit next level and we get a feat, Cat was planning on picking up the uh, the pilot feat, become well, our pilot. Know. Well, now you know I know how to fly, but, yep. I but think it never hurts to have backups. Sure, sure. So how would that work in the case of having like a co-pilot that's also a PC? Let's see. There was something in here about co-pilots. But I ain't got time to find it right now. That's fair. Make it up. And I'm here. Oh, Hull's here. Hey, welcome. We're about to get shot. We're, we're entering ship combat. We're in a we 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 are in a good news bad news scenario. Adrian cut a deal with the hunter, so you got a fair amount of information. You know you know what the Primarin used to be. Uh, well, he does anyway. Oh, that's right. Y'all were talking in the. Uh, yeah, they they were talking in yeah, we're the Primoran tongue. Yeah, the yeah, Kajadi. So really, all y'all know is he's cut a deal with the with the hunter. So y'all left him alive. Uh, you called down Riley. Oh, that's right, Patrick. You missed last week, didn't you? Uh, yes. Okay. Ooh. You had gotten to the hunter's residence. There was an ambush, a big fight. Cat got shot by a sniper rifle three times in the first round. <clears throat> because everybody else had uh, had either not stepped out yet or were coming out from another angle he couldn't see. Anyway, oh, big fight no. with him and a bunch of robo-dogs. Uh, dogs went down pretty quick. It turns out when dogs fight alligator people, alligator people win. 
Uh, especially when they have lightsabers. That's true. Uh, Hunter got shot up pretty good, but you took him alive. Uh, he cut a deal for you to spare him. You know, being a being a Primarin, death is an inconvenience for him, not the end. But he talked like it it's a chore to break in a new body. He'd rather avoid that. What kind of deal can we cut? So they got some information out of him. And an additional deal was made that if any of the Primarin find out what you know, you keep his you know you keep his name out of your mouth. You don't you don't let nobody know he's the one that that lets you in on the secret. And to pay for that one, basically he had to give you his personal contact information, and Adrian can call him up to quiz him at a future date if he wants to. Neat. And uh, also, did we level up last game? Uh, yes. All right, I'll have to mod my character. Uh, let's see, what else was it? Made a deal with him. Jim came down. The roustabout had been, it had looked like it was in, had been in a fight. It turns out as soon as he left orbit after dropping y'all off, uh, some sort of fighter ships, drones, something came in and started attacking him. So he spent the last three or four days, you know, dodging around these moons, hiding in the asteroid belt, trying to avoid them. So he shows up exhausted because he's gotten very little sleep during all this. Uh, luckily, your new Sentinel buddy can pilot, so he is currently piloting. As soon as you break orbit uh, out of the moon, you're being approached by these two ships. Uh, they never responded to Jim talking to them. When Armanto speaks to them in the, in the language of machines, uh, they respond very cheerfully. You know, greetings roused about. Please stand down and be destroyed. They're forthcoming. I appreciate it. And the way they talk, you don't think they're... I mean, clearly it's an artificial intelligence speaking. You don't think they're like self-aware level artificial intelligence. It's like androids versus robots. Yeah, it's... It's the, I am Johnny Cap. I am here to kill you. Basically. Oh, that, that's right. You have to recall have you uh okay. I've seen bits and pieces of it I've never managed to sit down and watch it from beginning to end though. okay so uh I guess we'll we'll get to it when we get to it but uh when we do get into weaponry is that someone else's role or is that mine no uh you have a list of pilot maneuvers which uh... I will look at it's on the thing I'll pick okay. it up Oh yeah, in the book it'd be page one ninety two. Yeah, I well it's it's written. Oh yeah, I did type all that in, didn't I? Well, couldn't. Yeah, please. you did. I forgot about the handouts. We haven't done a ship combat in a little bit, so. All right. So you were manning, you know, you're the pilot. Generally, Francis and Jade, and Kat when she's here, will man the guns and or missile launchers. And then the... Uh, uh, that was me rolling my help, by the way. Oh, okay. 
And then the technician job tends to get split between Hull and Adrian. Because some of those are intelligence-based and some of those are wisdom-based. So they kind of split it down the middle. You know, you can only do one of the maneuvers around, but we go with whichever one's stat is better for the maneuver. Whoever, whoever happens to be nearby at the time. Because one, one of them is like a point higher on intelligence. The other one's a point higher on wisdom. All right, so you spend a couple of rounds basically racing towards each other. Okay. Uh, so as far as combat, we'll start up with y'all in the kind of the positions you are here. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can shrink this. <laughs> show off camera too much. Alright. But you guys should still be able to see it when you need to. Alright, so top of the order as you approach. Uh, your best guess so far is these things seem to be just a little bit faster than the roustabout. But of course you can take them so I do make my, some maneuvers and so forth. So, so I can do I can do I was gonna say I was, that was gonna be the idea. So I can do uh, an evasive an evasive action, and they could still fire. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. All right. Uh, then that's what I'll do. I will take an evasive action. All right. Uh, now the way choosing those shifted. The way right. it works in this. Uh, let's see. Uh, what is the save DC? Is it ten plus my piloting? Eight plus your proficiency bonus, plus your deck. Uh huh. What's my decks? Eight proficiency. One, two, three. Eight, nine, eleven. It's just like a spell save in fifth edition. Right. Thirteen. All right. I'm sorry. Twelve. Mm. Yeah, twelve. All right. So they go first. Uh, and you said you were doing which? You were going to the evasive. Uh, yeah, I I would say I, I was doing ev evasive action as as I'm coming in. Okay. As we as we like approach. So each target. Deck save. Okay. So you have that, that that's basically that will be last round as you were prepping for. Yes. So starting up, uh, the thirteen was red, I believe. So he's got a move of six, so one, two, three, four, five, six. He's going to take his uh, dexterity save to try to overcome your evasive maneuvers. Ooh, a one on the dice. So that's a three total. All right. Um, yes, a shoot with disadvantage. Yes, he does. Until the end of your ship's next turn, or until you perform, or until you perform another piloting maneuver, whichever comes first. Interesting. All right. So he. Oh, I guess I got to roll the hit before I roll damage, right? Alright, so firing his autocannon at disadvantage. Uh, 
Oh. Do you roll a natural 20 and then have disadvantage? No, 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 no. It was 18 and then disadvantage, so. Let's see. I'm a little rusty at this, guys, but I think I got it. <laughs> oh, and it would be long range, which... Is that disadvantage anyway? Either that or it's... Or it's some kind of minus... Alright, so that was a miss. Alright, now it's y'all's go. So you can make another. Uh... Alright, so what piloting maneuver are you activating this time? Say whichever one of you is doing the tech technician work back there, better be on standby. I'm gonna dogfight this one in front of us. Okay. I'm gonna make my movement, or I'll take the movement, and then I'll start. I'll do the dogfight maneuver. Okay. It's what movement five. Uh, yes, the roustabout has a movement of five. I can't control the roustabout, so I'm oh, trusting right. you to do that. Just straight towards him. Yeah, straight one. And that is a piloting maneuver check versus the maneuver defense of a target ship. So it would obviously be the ship in range. Okay. And his maneuver defense I is... I rolled a natural 20. So that's a 24 total. Yeah, yeah, that definitely beats him. All right, what does the dogfight give? Gives our attacks. It's like a reckless swing, but okay, gotcha. uh, the technician the technician can spend a bonus action to um, to raise the shields or uh, with it the an, an intelligence save. Uh... All right, it's an intelligence saving throw to save versus the DC. If the tech on duty wants to do that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Technicians, what are you going to do? Okay, that works. Uh, and remember, you can only take one technician action, so, you know. Yeah. Y'all can debate amongst yourselves. Which one. Okay, I can give us a power boost, which would make our speed increase, or grant the next bonus, the next maneuver made by a pilot. Gunner, the bonus is equal to a D4 plus my modifier. Alternatively, I could to uh, boost the shield, which would increase her AC by two. Uh, you could also modify the shield as a bonus action. Uh, is that what the? Well, that's that's part of the dogfight. You can make the you can make a a bonus action to make a. An intelligence save versus... Okay, versus an intelligence light. save, Adrian, you're up. <laughs> okay. But I feel like whoever's, whoever's on tech duties probably do both the action and the bonus action. Well, that's a bonus action, so... Correct. You okay. can, you, you'll you still get one action. of your technical maneuvers. Okay. 
So we get this one for free since you did the dog fight. Got right, it. that's part of the yes. dog fight. Mostly right. free, yeah. Takes your bonus action. Figure I can use the shields. Uh, you have to beat a... a 12. You have to beat a 12. Uh, no, no, this is now, the shield a, boost is a DC 14. Wisdom no, this is, this is a, no, no, this is a technician maneuver. Yeah. Oh, okay, this never is, mind. Yeah, this is jacking the AC up a little bit. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And then Sorry. Adrian will have to, I think, roll for the other one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so give us a roll there, Patrick. Uh, uh, with the end. There it is. And it's just a base wisdom, I believe. Yeah. Uh, where'd my dice work? Okay. There you go. 18. Alright, so y'all have a plus two to your AC. Woo! So your AC is currently. It's like 17. No, wait. That's a plus it's 2. Plus base 14. Yeah, 17, 17, 17. Base 14 plus 1. Yeah. Alright. Now, Adrian, if you wanted to mm -hmm. fiddle with the shield. Let's see. It's an intelligence save versus my, my yeah, DC. Yeah, and what this does is. The dogfight gives your gunners advantage on their attacks, but the other guys get advantage on you. With an intelligence check, okay. if you succeed, you stop them from getting that advantage. Yeah, that would work. And since it's a bonus that, action, also, you can do it in yeah. addition to what Patrick did. Okay. Uh... DC is 12, so it's not like the biggest, the biggest... It's the advantage of not having a very high pilot DC. Well, he's got to make that versus he's making that versus you or versus them. It's versus it's versus me. Oh, okay. Because the idea is it. I guess the idea is like I'm the one moving the ship, so he has to combat that. Okay. Mm. And it's just it's an intelligence save. Kadoki. And that's just the bonus action to when they attack. Uh, that that's the bonus. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your it, bonus it action for yeah. the round. Oh, okay. So you can do that, so, and, you know, and y'all can still do y'all's te technician move. Uh, okay, so I'll go ahead and do that, and then you said Hull already did something? Yeah, Hull boosted the shield, so you got a plus to your AC. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I, my brain is mush. Alrighty, uh, so... Yeah. So... And we don't do a quite enough ship combat for us to all just really be on point with it. So... 17. And you needed you a it. 12, I believe. So, yes. Now for our it's, gunners. Uh... Oh. What would the gunners, gunners like to do? We're going to shoot the guns. <laughs> Bold move. Let's see how it works out for him, Cod. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you, so have you have a variety of things weapon. you can do while shooting the guns. You can simply attack. You can do covering fire, focused fire. aim, ready. It's just going to be a straight attack. Okay. The thing is how we already have advantage. advantage. Yes. You can target systems. Uh, 
we'll just see about taking out their HP first. See how see how tough these guys are first. All right. First shot is Francis on the autocannons. That's unfortunate. It that is, is rather important. unfortunate. Let's see. And you said you just wanted to attack too, Emma? Yeah. Okay. Does 15 hit? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I meant to be using the snap tool thing, so it's like laser blasts. I will. Lost opportunity. <laughs> Lost opportunity. Pew, 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 pew. <clears throat> I respect that. All right. The 11, of course, did not hit. The 15, however, does. Is that also the auto cannon, or is that something else? Yeah, is Jade manning the other auto cannon, or is Jade manning the missile? Yeah, what you shooting? Missiles or auto cannons? Uh, well, since <clears throat> Cat's not all the missiles, she's probably going to be all that because, you know, bigger guns go boom. Okay. 2d6. That was, that was D4s. Thing. That was D4s, you rolled. Oh. I mean, I'm fine with it. If y'all, you want to just go with that number. Do not nerf uh, yourself, please. <laughs> Actually, enough, you roll the same. At least, oh, wait, no. Okay, I see that. No, no. It's the same on one of the die. Yeah. All right. I should probably look over at how much, how many holes of points they've actually got. When I make the sound effects for the day, guys. All right. And did eight points to him. It manages to almost get out of the way when the missile explodes, but it's clearly taking a good bit of damage. You know, not enough that it's not still coming at you, but... In uh, in a low move, I, I, I mimic their pleasant voices. I'm like, I guess it's your turn. Roustabout, please quit firing and stand down to be destroyed. <laughs> no. I look back and say, "Well, they said please, but I'm not. I'm not about this." All right, that was the roustabout's turn, and now it's this one's turn. He'll move down next to his buddy. All right, and they're at disadvantage. Oh no, no, dogfight does not give them. That's right, dogfight dog. would have given them advantage, but but we. we... Beat that. We beat yeah, the, the technician. One of the technicians took care of that little problem. Yes. All right. So it's just going to flat out attack him. 
Okay. Yeah, it's out of rolling hit points. Or it's HP, rather. Alright. So it is firing an auto cannon. Uh, I'm assuming a 13 does not hit the roster belt. No. misses. Especially at the moment. Yeah. Top of the order is red. And again, the two ship, the, uh, the ships are just barreling towards each other. The last time they were in a fight and this happened, they took the other ship out, but it still managed to ram them. Good to know. And then they repelled a boarding party, and then they boarded the other ship, and, you know, there was much shoosting that day. All right, he gets closer, takes a shot at you. Gets a... Let's see. It's a 16, but y'all are currently at a 17. Plus 2, yeah. So it would have hit... Good job on the shields! And it's the roustabout's turn again. Alright. Charge to it. I don't have 10 units to move. What do you mean? Uh, it says, for the attack run, it says you must move a minimum of 10 units. But, as I recall, I only have 5 movement. I mean, I guess I can... Is there a dash I can do with the ship? Let's see, you move your ship directly towards an enemy ship you choose within, within range. Let's see, make a piloting maneuver check versus your opponent's maneuver. That doesn't it's make sense, because I haven't I don't think I've seen a single solitary ship that's got ten movement. Well, it's also probably moot because I have a shitty dex modifier anyway. <laughs> I was assuming that the movement was kind of a directly one to one translation. Or you know, on the map. Uh, I'm probably just gonna go for another dogfight action. Okay. Just fine. Uh, any maneuver. Blah, 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 blah. That is a seventeen. <laughs> yeah. I, for the moment, I want to assume that that ten is a misprint because ships don't get that. Does it fast. say that in the book too? Yeah. Weird. Uh, I rolled a 17 on my dogfight. Unless it's saying you just can't go from standing still to an attack run. Because you, you know you're moving last round too. That might be it. Yeah. Maybe. Alright. I'm also I'm also, yeah, moving up uh, as as I'm firing. Or as I'm doing this, so. So did I did I move the But I'm gonna on? like I don't know. I don't think. No, he did. I don't think I had this. Not this round. Okay. I just run. 
was gonna say I'm also like veering like a little yeah like that a little off to the side. All right, but you had done the dog fight and you made that roll. Yes. I rolled okay. a seventeen. Okay. So what do our technicians want to do this round? Well, we could do the same thing. We're gonna have to go through them. They seem bent on our destruction. They are merely following orders. Because Android Hell is real and they will go there if they disobey. I don't know that. Android Heaven? What was that, Patrick? You, you broke up. Oh, I was making a Crichton quote. <laughs> I thought that's what I had done. <laughs> All right, Patrick. All right. Uh, if we're going at them, Adrian, I recommend you do a pinpoint targeting. Mm. Yeah, I can do that. Points. <clears throat> Intelligence computers. Actually, how far away are they right now? Uh, the red one is... We're pretty damn close. It's like yeah, two movement. One, two, three, four. Well, more like five. I'm, I'm counting the center squares is kind of where you are. Okay. I just didn't want to make you all that small. Alrighty. Uh, how about, Hull, you do something because what I'm going to try to do is activate Black Hat and see if I can hack one of them. Oh, boy. What is the range on Black Hat? Uh, Black Hat is a self-buff. Doesn't have a range. Okay, because in, in ship distances... Keep in mind that a square in ship combat is not, you know, isn't five feet. Yeah. Basically, I'm saying is I'm using... I'm going to use Black Hat as sort of a buff, so to speak, to use the Rastabout's electronic warfare suite, kind of. That makes sense. Basically, hacking with the ship, but using Black Hat to bypass defenses. That is going Creative. to be very hard to do in a combat round. Because the roustabout systems aren't really designed for hacking other ships exactly. Well, it's partially why I black-hatted. Alright. Yeah. I'm just warning you the DC will be rather high to, to attempt it. Yeah. To... Let's say it's... That's also the point of black-hat. It gives me advantage on those, on those things. Okay. So, yeah, high DC, totally going to own that, but also advantage on it. So, potential success? All right. In that case, uh, in that case, Patrick, you're up. You're up on the technical side of things. Okay. Um. But you know, I think your your number is only like one lower, so you could still try the. Uh, uh, this is actually a. Uh, this would be a different one then. Uh, for power boost, actually drain out essential systems to enhance. If you succeed, you may increase the next ship's 
you may increase either the ship's speed by half, mm. get us to go faster, or I could lose the next maneuver roll by a pilot or gunner, which is about a D4 plus whatever my modifier is. So would you rather us be speed or actually up up our gunnery or pilot? Alright. He's asking the crew, would you rather be faster or would you rather hit better? I think we should take these things out. Yeah, let's hit harder. Alright, And that is a and mechanic. You can also use your bonus action as a tech to, you know, still do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and make that a uh, roll attempt. With the thing. Is. Oh, that natural oh, 20, though. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely don't have... They definitely will not have advantage while shooting at you. You obliterated my DC. Holy shit. Well, natural 20 do that. Though, no, well, even, though, even the other... other no, 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 no. That, that, that's, not, that's not me doing my thing for you. That That's me making oh, a hacking hack. attempt against okay. the ship. Oh, I, I, thought oh was, I thought that was the bonus action. No, uh, this okay, this okay. is me foregoing my action as a tech and doing something with my own powers. Right, well, you took all my luck because. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this is me using my own powers to try to hack one of the ships. Alright. Okay. And you needed to make a DC 14, so no bonus from the technicians this round. It's fine. Uh, Patrick, go ahead and use but, your bonus action to try to uh, compensate for the dog bite. Okay, and that's an intelligence roll? Yes, that is intelligence. It's an intelligence save. Save. Oh, save? I just did a roll last time. Oh, shit. Uh, you beat the DC. It's 12. Alright. Alright. Now, let's see. Pilots, or not pilots, uh, gunners. Hi. Who are you shooting? Uh, uh, ship Red. Okay. okay. And it's just going to be a standard attack again, at least for Francis. You still have advantage. Or you have advantage again. Nice! Woo! This is, well, you had advantage, so you take the crit. Yeah. So roll that damage twice. The first shot was me calibrating the guns, I swear. <laughs> well, I know, I'll tell you that, you wouldn't roll it twice. You, just, you should be able to just click on it. Oh, wait, no, we don't have the weapons programmed in. It's 2d8. There you go. Woo! Fuck! It goes away. Save me, robot Jesus. <laughs> it explodes uh, so spectacularly. Over the comms, you hear the other one. You hear the, you hear the other pro or the other drone. Android, it's also gonna Android be... Heaven is real, and he goes there because he was obedient. Well, I suppose you will join them. 
All right, Jade, I'm going to assume you're firing at gold. Which is really supposed to be orange. I guess it's... It's kinda... probably the lighting. It's probably. Or the opacity. All right. I know I didn't say that. Uh, was Adrian able to take over the other drone? No, he took over the red one. Good job, Zach. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't worry, though. He will have gotten some useful information out of that. I will not let that crit go to waste. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Adrian. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just I, was, I wasn't I was told, like, which one I had taken over, so I had no I way of... I would assume it would have been the closer one. Okay. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. yeah I, I didn't know which one I had, so I had no way of telling you which one not to shoot. <laughs> so. All right, Jade, you're up. I'm just going to shoot at the... Uh... Other one, I guess. Okay. Advantage. All right, eighteen's a good solid hit. And the damage on your missiles are two D six four. A huge section of its outside hole is gone now. Smoke is trailing out of it. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know. It's space. I don't know if you really see flame or not. It's a little android floating in space. No, you're pretty. At this point, you're pretty sure these things are drones. That there's not really like a physical robot, you know, in there. The whole thing is kind of a. Uh, so let's see. On its turn, it kind of limps forward. Still a standard attack. Uh. Oh man, I had not been giving it its piloting maneuvers. So I've been giving Sarah play-by-play -play of what's been going on because <laughs> she's missing it. Uh, my thing is, crit succeeded to hack it on a drone fighter. Didn't control which one it was. So Francis crit hit it and blew it up. But I'm still getting it for after the fight. She goes, oh, of course he crit hit it afterwards because you have too many toys. I'm like, mm, maybe. <laughs> right. I was amused because I have those two drones still from the planet. You've got the you've you've got the uh, doggo too. Yeah, but I haven't activated it or attempted to do anything with it yet. No, no, no. That's you. So, you're so probably I'm not counting the dog. To, to really... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not counting the dog right now. <laughs> Adrian's not going to be happy until we have to buy a separate ship for all of his pets. I mean, you wait somewhere. Some point by the end of the game, I'm going to have my own battleship just full of like robots and drones and stuff. Until then, though, yeah. he's taking he's taking the side cargo compartment, and that will be the barn. Yeah, pretty much. Just give me a minute. I'll give you some. <laughs> 
Didn't we essentially have like a like a robot war? It's kind of no. We basically had battle bots periodically over the course of the campaign. Yeah, except now I've got like a, a murder dog and two flying human-sized murder drones. So, all right, it's going to attempt pinpoint targeting. And your maneuver defense is... Is it just my save? Yeah, yeah, that's the DC. The 8 plus your proficiency okay. plus your dex. 12. Oh, that's right. Okay, so he definitely got that. So if he succeeds with his attack roll, he gets to add to the damage. Okay. So he gets a crit on the attack roll. Oh, boy. Great for impact. All right, so his damage from his weapon is generally a d6 because it is an auto cannon. So it is, that makes it two d6 essentially for this plus two. So that is eleven points to the roustabout. Old health, Ow. old health bar is looking a little rougher now. Do you remember how much health the restaurant has? Uh, oh, I, I, I see the health bar now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had I just had to crack the screen. It was a little banged up when y'all got on board. It already had some damage. As of the beginning of this fight, y'all had like 24 whole points left. Out of like thirty-two or so that it has, uh, uh, something out, tells so, you know. me I'm gonna try cherry rig. <laughs> well, it is y'all's action. Uh, my uh, technician will be to cherry rig, where I will try to heal the ship. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go for one more dogfight. Okay. Uh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter which order y'all roll these in. Mine's a mine's an eleven. And you see, what did you need for dogfight? Uh, I think he has to roll against it. I have to roll an ass today. Uh oh, the maneuver defense. All right, he got an eighteen on his check versus your maneuver defense. Okay, then that's that's fine. Uh, then I don't get it, but I mean it's still standard attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get some water real quick. So he would still get his advantage if somebody doesn't, you know, undo that. All right, jury right, rig, right. you need a DC fourteen. Don't worry about it too much, Patrick. Y'all are in, you know, still in pretty decent shape, and he's in terrible, terrible, terrible shape. I'm certain, absolutely certain, Francis and Jade won't both miss this round. Knocking on wood for you. No, no, I was trying to jinx him. It'll be all right. I know. I'm undoing the jinx. Uh, and then, I guess Adrian can do do the bonus action thing to 
Wait, does the dog does the disadvantage from dogfight come about regardless of whether or not you succeed? I don't know. Uh, it says, however, while the effect of the maneuver is active, I don't think the. Uh... Okay, we'll say it doesn't. <laughs> Though personally, I think it probably should. But it's not worded that way necessarily. The effect isn't active. Alright, so that was that. So, Gunners! You're getting no help from the rest of the crew this round. Uh, Francis is just gonna hold down the trigger. Spray and pray. Tried and true methodology. That's how I played paintball. Mm. Alright, a 15's a hit. Nice Ooh. max damage. And it goes away. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you for choosing Rustabout Airlines. My one regret is telling 2.0 that I love them. <laughs> So you fly through the little debris cloud. You know, you just hear pinks off your windshield. Everybody takes a deep breath. And then Jim goes, great. You've got this. I'm going to bed. Good night, Jim. You earned your rest. Thank you for keeping the ship safe. Better than the Toriador. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure your pilot tried to. <clears throat> he did his his name was uh Verker he was a he was a dentist first thing I thought you said a dentist and I was like and he just a pilot on the side what the I'm about to say, I'm about to say my, my brain is unfortunately skewed in that direction because I work in a dental lab so I heard dentist and I went what nice Path Pathkindendis. Mm. But, uh... So Jim stumbles back to the, the holding cell slash his room. You know. Uh, shuts the door behind him. Probably shouldn't be disturbed for 24 hours. I got uh, this. You exit the system with no issues, no further issues. Uh, uh, I guess we should take this plate, take this thing to get uh, checked up. Uh, do you guys have a particular mechanic, or do you want me to look at it? Also, kind of a mechanic. Just saying. I. Didn't hear a word. Uh, I can fix this up. Okay. Yeah. Then I will leave it up to you. There was no structural damage, so repairs are not too hard. You're just kind of having to go re-put on armor plating. Uh, let me see. Thanks. Oh, my mechanics is wisdom. Nice. But that does leave the question of where are you going from here? Where are we going? 
I don't know. I just got us through a dog. I, I, Aramato is just happy we we got through the damn dog fight. And then he's off that flipping moon. Yeah, yeah. I'll go wherever you guys want me to go, but uh, you got to tell me where we're going. Uh, you may want to head back and talk to that our somewhat employer. And I forgot his name. Achille, Achille Vasher. Achille. How old is your character, Decca? It's like 30s, I think. Okay. Uh, 28. When they say Achille Vasher, it clicks with you where you've heard the name Roust about before. You've seen this ship on TV. Well, on whatever the, you know, whatever it is, whatever it, whatever it is they put shows on these days. Uh, like, back when yep, you were looking at the back when you were in your early teens, there was a uh, a show about Achille Basher. He was a xenoarchaeologist. Imagine if Indiana Jones and Jacques Cousteau were pushed together into one guy. Oh wow! Is it and like he, the Crocodile Hunter, but for xenobiology? Maybe not quite as crazy as the Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> Loved him, but not quite that crazy. Right, uh, but you know he had a show that ran for several several years, and it ended about fifteen years ago. Uh, yeah, the roustabout was, was not the ship that he had through most of the run, but it was the one he had the last few seasons. Like driving it, I'm just like, no fucking way, what? no way. What? This interior, minus like all the dings and dents, I saw this on TV when I was little. Yeah, yeah. we all did. Yep. We're aware. Well, it, it, it's fun for the first little bit, then it just kind of, kind of the thin, fragile eggshell between you and the void of death. There's... I mean, we got through it. Also, the toilet is iffy sometimes. Well, you stuff a dead body in there. I mean, t to be fair, it's not even so much an eggshell between us and the thin veil of death anymore because I can let us breathe in space. But I also should say my save, uh, our saving throw should be boosted by now because level seven uh, aura, hmm. or sorry, level six aura. But it's okay. Know that for next time. Alright, well, onward to wherever that was. Alright. So y'all are headed back to beautiful Casparilla. <laughs> Assuming y'all were planning to go back to talk to Achilles. It's been a while since we touched base with him, and he he probably deserves to know what's, ha what's happened uh, recently. Okay. As much as we can safely tell him, at least. Alright. Alright, so they give you the coordinates, uh... You start, you know, <clears throat> you head to the nearest crucible, uh, which it has a station around it, so you could stop there for repairs if you wanted to, you know, do, for full repairs if you wanted to. 
Uh, just, you know, doing that in a dock is a little easier from the character's point of view than having Patrick do it on the fly while y'all are hidden. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could probably stop there for a bit and do some repairs. It's up to you guys. It, I'm just piloting the ship. You guys are, you know... Which one of you is the captain? None of us, really. I mean, uh, it was Hull, I guess, but he's, uh... Yeah, you can't be captain. You mean Dan You Dan cannot Dan. be captain. Yes, Danru. God damn it. Twice in, <laughs> twice in as many games as I've done that. And you know, right before Danru disappeared, it's like he was kind of grooming Cat, you know, to take over. But she didn't seem thrilled about it, though. Basically, uh, Danru was the adult, adult of the group. Ah. So and he kinda looked another at, He kind of looked at Cat adult. as the next closest to an adult. I mean, I guess the pilots automatically take captain of this place. Whatever. Jim, Jim, Vetoed. Vetoed. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I like the idea of the new guy walks in. Who's in charge? Well, um, or he kind of got kidnapped. Oh, well, I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> Are we being commandeered? <laughs> well, he, do- he does have a really big sword, so you know. I have two really big swords. The, the funny thing I is... And also, I would like to point out, you're not a part of that game. It's essentially what John did in the Cthulhu game, is it? I am the captain now. Yes, the, the Cthulhu game started off I, on a boat, and he was telling the captain that every couple of rounds. I'm, I'm, I will say, uh, I do have a, I do have a bit of a, uh, way with words when it comes to, you know, diplomatic actions kind of part of my duties as as the keeper in the on the Toyodor. Just saying. Now he's campaigning to be in charge. I don't want to just hostile takeover. But if no one else is care if has I want, the I want you to vote me so you think it. you had a choice. <laughs> Basically how we've been running the ship more or less is it's more mm-hmm. of a democratic system. No one's really the captain. But somebody has to speak for us. I guess that's usually been Cat. Cat or me or Danru. Yeah. Or Jim when it comes to just the everyday discussing things with officials as you dock and undock and stuff. It's not so much that we have one person that does everything. It's everybody has their own thing they do, and then we just sort of let them do it. Okay. But anyway, Hello. you dock the ship without any trouble. Uh, you spend maybe a day at that first station. They get the ship patched up. Uh, they don't ask too many questions about what happened, you know. I lived. That's you know. all you gotta know. Yeah, one of the guys is kind of like, oh, pirates? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Because the, you know, the ship's taken some damage, but no structural damage, you know. So it, it doesn't look like y'all nearly died or anything. Fortunately, uh, our weaponry is better than the other people's weaponry, which is, I guess, how dogfights work. He's like, the guy's like, I wouldn't know, I'm just a mechanic. <laughs> He's like fixing the gun, he's like, oh... But, uh, 
So, you know, you spend a day on the station, it's nothing special. Uh, you know, plenty of shops, places to stay, though I'm sure you guys just sleep on the roustabout. Sure. Uh, it occurs to me I don't have any money. Nope, you left your wallet on the Toria door. And now it's Happened. it, or at least it's atoms, are floating out in space. Or your pilot ran away and is spending your money, one or the other. Damn it, Verker! Don't get jokes up, he's dead. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, you spend a day there. If there's anything particular you wanted to do at this station, you can. You know, otherwise you just stay there for a day and you move on. I mean, I don't uh, want to Does the station have a guns and ammo store? Uh, yes. Not, you know, not anything super fancy particularly, but you can definitely stock up on your ammo. Uh, for the roustabout, you can replenish your supply of missiles. And you had, yeah. you had looted uh, Hunter, hadn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are those, uh, what did that cloak and the visor do, respectively? Uh, yeah. I can identify that. Well, I just, I anyway. Yeah, roll, roll to identify stuff, Patrick. I forget exactly how that's handled in this, but... Uh, can I take 20 on those? Because you know, we'll have time. You've had a couple of days of travel time, so... Yeah. Ah, oh, there's Hunter. Let me look at what he's got. Okay. Uh, the cloak was nothing particularly special other than the... Uh... I mean, it's... It's camouflaged. It had this weird leaf design to it, so it's kind of, I guess you'd say ornate. But camouflaged, if that makes any kind of sense. It's it's a very well-made billy suit. Kind of. Ah. At least from the back, yeah. From the back. And I mean, or if, or if he pulled it around, yeah. You know... The the mantle part is solid, but then everything else is like it's like these individual little leaf designs uh, linked together. Let's see. You stripped him out of his armor. What was his armor anyway? Uh, I know I wrote it down somewhere, but apparently that was not on this sheet. It was some of the more expensive light armor, I think. Let's see, weapons. Ah, it was the infiltration suit. Infiltration suit. That is the best one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the best of the light armor out of the base boot. He had a high deck, so you know he didn't want to go medium armor or anything. Yeah, I, I actually see if I can use that. 
Well, it's it's designed, you know, it's designed for a human, so. Uh, oh, truth, like, it's easy, it would be easy to adjust for that. Yeah. So you can decide who gets that. Uh, the cloak will give you advantage on stealth saves in natural environment, in, in a, like, forested environment. It's not going to do you any good in the desert. Yeah. And I guess if you went up somewhere where the, you know, some planet where the leaves are purple, it's not going to do much for you. But... That's not. And that's not a randomly chosen color. Yeah. There are creatures that can photosynthesize and that they're, they're purple, though. Mm -hmm. And the visor. Uh, the visor is really just an augmented reality thing. It's Kind of like, uh, kind of like cat's mask, where Adrian can send information to her through it, and she can look stuff up on it. Uh, now it does do, it, it does do like, like you know, night vision. It would, to somebody that does not have dark vision, it would give you dark vision. Uh, Francis is just gonna offer the uh, visor to Jade. Hey, want a new toy? She may have what already bought her. Uh, uh, she has a flashlight. That's right, because the dark, the, right. the night vision goggles were expensive. The real, the prize, real prize is his sniper is rifle. His Naturally. Go on. Oh. Uh, uh, oh, what do they call it? Ford? Basically, it's a plus one sniper Basically, rifle. Basically, it's a plus one sniper you know, it's it was it was created good. using Esper abilities or however forging works. Created in a crucible. So that's a plus one to hit and damage, or yes. just uh It is a plus one. In D and D terms, think of it as a plus one. You know, it's just a plus one weapon. Does Jade need an upgrade? Well, I mean, could use it. Then yes. So you know, somebody jot those down so we remember what he had. I will, Aramanto will, uh, have probably taken the cloak unless somebody else wanted particularly. Actually, maybe we should give the sniper rifle to Kat when she gets back. If she wants it. Uh, Aramanto will take the time to take off his, his coat. You, fi you finally see, like, his armor for what it is. It's real heavy armor. And then you see the little, the little orbs that surround it with the uh, with blue light puts on the cloak so they see your fully exposed rig yeah they see the rig it's like it's like a uh almost like it's almost like a breastplate that's on top of the heavy armor nice and nice and veiny which is, I should have said out that, but okay. Yeah, yeah, phrasing there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, uh, the trip back to Casparilla is uh, oh, hang on, what do y'all do with Marrow? I say we just kick his ass off at the station. He will be fine that's... with that. Yeah, I was gonna say if that's what, if that's all he wanted, then that's what we do. Uh. 
After what happened, That's... he's fairly certain his ship was probably blown up like they tried to blow the roustabout up, and like they obviously blew up the Toreador. Uh, Toreador. Uh, it doesn't seem to bother him as much as it bothers Aramato, maybe? His, I was, you know, I was, atta I was his, attached to my crew. Yeah, his pilot was not a buddy. His pilot was a, you know, employee. Yeah. You know, it sucks that Bob's dead, but... But everybody I came on this trip is with is dead, so, you know. Me too, buddy. Me too. So, yeah, the second y'all cut him loose on the station, he, he's gone. You know, he's rich. You have no doubt he can get fair to wherever he needs to go. Should have asked him for some money when he, before he left. Gas isn't free, guys. Well, he saw how excited y'all were over the stuff you'd loot. He's like, oh, crap. These guys have got no money. I gotta get out of here. Before <laughs> they think to ask me for the money. And also, I want to say... Every time we come back here, we basically get to fill up free, don't we? Uh, yes, once you get back to Casparilla, yes. Okay. This first little station you stopped at was just the first, you know, the first crucible y'all hit, y'all stopped for repairs. And then you jump from that one to the closest crucible to Casparilla, and it's, you know. Your overall travel time is about a week to get back. Uh, as you're leaving that, that initial station that you docked at, as you're leaving that, Jim finally comes out of his room. You know, uh, he slept for about 24 hours straight. You know, he, he has showered and shaved. He's, he's back to his old self. Mostly. Give me insight checks. Ooh. Ten. Uh, insight. Oh, there it is. Let's Francis is rolling with advantage. Yes, that's a wide margin there, Francis. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Francis, when you see Jim walk out, he's back to his old self. Great. He seems hey, Jim, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing I great. Nothing, no, nothing like a little sleep. I get the image of, like, Francis doing, like, the finger gun as he's coming down the gun like too. That's... Uh... Little missiles come out of them. Oh, that's right. Zach wouldn't have seen me do the little finger guns. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, Adrian, yeah. Jim seems fine. Not that you're paying a lot of attention. Pen, you, you've got robot dogs to work on and stuff, you know. A I'm busy, robot dog. I'm busy flying. Uh... Where did you roll? Oh, are you the 12? Uh, huh? Uh, no, I rolled a 10. The 12 is you. Not the 12 at the bottom. There was a 12 further up. Because I see, I see where Jade rolled. I see where B Noble rolled. I, I, I rolled with my dice. Oh, that's right. 
All right, so yeah, so yeah, and, and you I don't busy, know Jim busy, that well, so you you should I'm probably. I'm busy flying. Name. I don't have any. Yeah, I don't have any context to that. Uh, once you know, once he's back up, you know, Jim spells you, and y'all kind of swap back at, back and forth. Okay. Uh, you know, for most of the journey. Yeah. Uh, Hole and Jade. Jim seems a little off. He seems a little. I don't know if skittish is the right word. It's like he's just not quite as talkative as he was. Uh, you know, it's it's not major. It's just enough that you sit there and kind of wonder, are you, you know, are you really okay? But you choose yeah, to be, how you I, respond to that. I'll wait till we kind of disperse a bit, and then I'll actually ask Jim to see how he's doing. Oh, I'm fine. I mean, you know, I'm shook up. It was, it was, it was kind of rough, but yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, we're gonna have to make another insight roll. Yeah. I was gonna say, can I make? Can I make? Ooh. Never mind. Well, I'll roll with it. Oh no, I can't be a twenty-three no matter what. No, no. <laughs> Patrick specifically said he kind of waits till everybody's dispersed, so he's he. This is. Oh, him. okay, this yeah, is yeah. okay, fair enough. Imano, okay. Imano. So go ahead and give me a roll, Patrick. Oh, dear. Okay. Away notification. Thank you. Yeah, I can't beat the point. Okay, yeah. You, 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 uh, you take him at his word. Okay. Yeah, he's a little off, but it's just, you know, he just shook up. It's fine. You realize his life has probably been put in danger more since hiring him with y'all than, you know, Ever. Probably than ever, at least since before the show shut down. Uh, That's one thing Aramato would also learn. Jim was the pilot for Asher back when they did the show. You know, he was a pilot and kind of back cameraman. That guy! And would occasionally Holy appear on camera, shit. but not very often. But, you know, right. he's 15 years they older and, you know, had been retired before all this went down. That's really cool. Uh. I. He would he would eventually go into the dude. I was your biggest fan at one point, but no autographs. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wake up later, and he's he's taking a sharpie to your rig and written his name. <laughs> All right, Jade. What do you do with this impression you've gotten from Jim? Honestly, she doesn't really seem like a touchy feely type. She's probably just going to take him for his word that he's okay. And, you know, tied heels, all wounds, and all that jazz. <laughs> mm, no, he's not okay. Well, he'll probably be okay a little bit. I, at some point, like, even though I, I didn't, like, I, I believe him, or that I don't notice anything, I, I will still, like, you know, you were shot at for, like, two days. Are you hurt? What? No, no. I mean, the ship took the damage. It was just, you know, a, a trying. You know, and he, you get him to open him. He talks about, you know, yeah, that was kind of a trying experience. And, you know, I was pretty sure I was going to uh, die there for a little bit. Nah. You know, I'd seriously consider just running, but, you know, I couldn't just leave you guys behind. Well, I mean, I couldn't leave the guys behind. I didn't know you. That's fair. No, no. 
that's okay. Uh, here, let me see. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, wow, I did not put that up. Oh, it's healing. But eventually you arrive back at Casparilla, or the station above Casparilla. Yeah. Uh, Armanto, you've never been to this world. Just a quick read-up on it, you know, you hit this Wikipedia page or whatever. Uh, it is a agricultural world. It's of no real importance other than there. It's it's kind of the midway point between two different systems that have a crucible, so they get a fair number of travelers through. Right. Uh, its largest population center is actually the station in orbit of, around the planet, which handles all you know pretty much all the incoming traffic. Uh, like I said, agriculture. There's a lot. There's several uh, different groups of basically kind of Luddite-oriented cultures. The uh, There's a very large Amish presence on the planet. Uh, you know, it's not everybody. They've got one or two decent-sized cities down there. But it's a whole lot of open farmland, and, you know. I respect it. You know, the... The richer people in the system tend to live on the station, like Asher. Uh, you know, the station is, you know, think something New York City sized. It's 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 pretty good, pretty sizable. So you, as soon as you dock, you get a message from Asher. He would love to speak to y'all as soon as you know. As soon as it's convenient for you. I mean, because you had, let's see, the last time y'all spoke to him. He had sent you off on that fake mission, or that he he had arranged you to get that fake job to go check out the carvings in that mine, which is what led to the whole discovering that the the colonists in that world were hiding the fact that there was an intelligent species on the planet, yep. or at least a quasi intelligent species. Yeah. So, uh, uh what, the, what are we doing here? Uh, this is actually a side thing. Um, it's weird, we haven't been raided yet. Yeah, we didn't last week, oh. I think about it. Oh, well, maybe they're busy. And I think we're not the only people they raid. I think it just it, it wound up landing on us several times. Uh, anywho, uh, where are we going? Oh, yes, and while you've been gone, uh, and it may have even happened before you arrived where, uh, uh, on, uh, ROS-5, the moon, the people of that world have publicly released the information on, hey, there's intelligent species here, you know. The authorities have moved in to check out what's going on. You know, they have spun it to put themselves in the best possible light, of course. But, but as as they had agreed, you know, as the agreement you had made with them, they have released the information. Yeah. So, you know, the the mayor wasn't you know wasn't doing any double dealing or anything. 
so you don't have to dive them out. Uh, now, Aramoto was asking something. Oh, oh, I was mostly just asking what what are we, what are we doing here? And then uh, I believe Hole said that we were doing a side side thing. But honestly, I'm just glad to be in lush vegetation where the trees aren't going to hit me. Yeah, there's a, there's a few potted trees here and there in the station. Then you can hit the yeah, parks and stuff. Yeah, you can hit the par parks and stuff where there's big botanical installations. Yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna hit me. Oh no, that's true. Or if they did, it would just be once as they fail. I I also am secretly carrying a piece of a piece of that a piece of those woods, even though I know it's not like a the tree itself, but it was like a creature. Still have a piece. Feed me, Seymour. I brought a clipping. Wanna graft it onto own, another tree? I've got my own little whopping willow planted in my room. This feeding flies every I feed it little bits of ham, you know, off of my salad. <laughs> and it slaps my thumb every time I do it. You say that. You say that now, but I might. I might go. I'm gonna do that just to spite you. Uh. So, is there anything? Is there anything y'all want to do before you go talk to Achilles? Uh, you can always just fill Aramato in. Oh yeah, nobody's told Aramato. Okay. Adrian, how far, how much information do you disperse to the party? About? What you talk to Hunter about, because none of them can understand you. None of it. I will call you out on that. Uh, Adrian, I noticed you were speaking to that guy. I mean, don't understand it or anything, but... I recognize mm. language when it's being spoken. Okay. What's going on with that? We were talking. Yes, and you made me stay my blade. Yeah, because so, I made a deal. That's Which vague. Was... Which was that he got to live for information that I can't share. You can't share or won't share. Yes. Just give. I I I activate the thousand yard stare and walk off. I'm just picturing the I'm picturing the whole you know. And then you stop off in a huff. It's not a huff. It's a it's a breeze of leaves. Huh. <laughs> Which is the first time you realize the cloak does kind of make that noise if you swish it quickly. I like that. God, this is a well-designed cloak. I hope that's he spent a, nice a fortune on it. That's the nicest thing Aramanto's ever had. So anyway, you arrive at... Uh, if, if there's nothing you want to do on the station before you talk to Achille, you arrive at his place... Uh, around dinner time, you kind of, kind of how he always, you know... It always seems to be lunch or dinner when he, he has y'all over for one of these little meetings. 
Uh, as always, you knock on the front door. Uh, Basil answers the door. Oh, I'm glad to see you're all well. I was terribly sorry to hear about Master Danru. I'm sure we'll find him eventually. Or you'll find him eventually. Please, please, come in. Uh, check out for a second. Okay. So he ushers you in, you know, back to the back to the dining room, you know, like usual. Uh, our motto, there are... It's like wood-paneled walls. There's an occasional, you know, animal head taxidermied and hung up. Uh, or maybe replicas of ones, you're not really sure. Uh, numerous artifacts from various cultures. Great. I went from one hunter to another. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of those. It's a lot more artifacts and stuff. Uh, okay. You know, one or two things you think you may recognize from that from the from the uh, you know from watching episodes of his of his show. Uh, it's the kind of place you walk through it, and if somebody told you the archaeologist lived here, you'd go, "Yeah, yeah, I can see it." But it's also there's a lot of stuff on display, but it doesn't feel cluttered. It's very kept up, you it's know, very high class. Yeah. Uh, you know, you pass Our one room that's like, clearly like a study library kind of thing. Was any of this on on the on the on the VODs? No, you never saw his home. Okay. You know, they did. You know, they did one or two episodes. Where you might have got a tour of their ship or something, but okay. He never really even talked about where he was from. Do I recognize anything from like the VODs? Yeah, you're a few of the artifacts. You think you may remember seeing that before. Uh, oh God, that tooth! I recognize that tooth anywhere. So you're ushered into the room. Achilles is sitting at the table. He stands up and greets you. Uh, I'm glad you all made it back in one piece. Uh, any any leads on where they may have taken Danru? Not really. Hmm. That is unfortunate. We may just we may have to wait and hope they contact us. Oh, but where are my manners? Please introduce me to your new friend. You just see him like completely starstruck. <laughs> Just like this, like, his hands are, like, in front of his face, like, like, no fucking way. And Achilles pretty much looks like you remember, uh, you know, his hair's a little grayer. He's still a decent shape. a little shape, grayer, you know. but, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, you see your, you see your, you see your, uh, you see the buff dude after, after, like, 20 years. It's fine. Looks a little flabbier, but, I mean, that's just what age does. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not real pronounced with with Achilles, but he he steps forward, offers his hand. Achilles Vasher, pleasure Armando. to meet you. Armando Sorari, I have. Oh my God. Wow. He just kind of like, uh, you watch the show. 
I watched the show. That was my, that was everything to me. I loved that show. It helped, inspired me to be more than I was at the time. Ah, you're gonna make me blush. Uh, it's, it's an honor. Not to get right you guys didn't tell me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, uh... And he looks over the rest of the party. How much does he know? Nothing. Well, it's story time. <laughs> yes, what do you decide to tell Achilles? <clears throat> and for that matter, what do you want, uh... Our motto what are you going to tell me? Because <laughs> all our motto would really know is this whack job hunter lured us here. He lured you here. He lured Miro's folks here, apparently. I know I know he kidnapped their their guy, and I yeah. think that's about it. You know, and, and clearly he was an esper, but that's not super, super unusual. Because all the bargaining was pretty much done in Ikajati, so you don't know that language. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of what references they've made since then. You'd have heard, you would have heard Francis tell Jim that killing that guy would have only been an inconvenience to him. Yeah. And you might not have known what to make of that. I say we leave, we leave out. All the bits about the semi-immortal energy beings at war with each other, and just keep going with the unusual you know cult. You know <laughs> um, all of us were here for the whole energy being war thing. So you guys were, I wasn't. Yeah. You Aramato would not know that. But just from the just from the time you talked to the Ganialo, you know them and the Primoran are, you know, kind of at odds. Mm. Adrian now knows a lot more about, than that. Yep. And he, he's not saying a damn thing. Because he's a hoarder of information. He is. Cat will have an ear at some point making Make him let loose or something. We shall see. Alright. So, y'all sit down for dinner. Achilles asks you, uh... Once he kind of establishes that Armato is part of the group, even if he's not necessarily in the in the know about everything. Uh... They will... Oh, he'll sit down. He'll catch Armato up for any information that he has that you don't have. So... Because he... He tells you he wants you to know, you know, if you're joining up with them, he wants you to know what it is you're getting into. At least okay. as much as any of them do. He shows you some footage of a gunfight that happened on this station. Uh, it's it's how he met these folks. They were all unloading on the station individually. Well, Cat and Adrian were together. Francis and Jade were together. Dan Rue and Hull both arrived, you know, individ you know separately. And they were just all basically in the same hallway having unloaded from the, the ships when a gun, two men attacked a courier that was bringing a uh, was transporting an artifact to Achilles. 
the party moved in, saved the guy, took out the attackers, who did not seem to be that worried about self-preservation. They were just worried in basically putting as many rounds into the device as possible, or into the artifact as possible. Interesting. In that fight, there was... They spotted, when they killed one of them, this sort of rainbow kind of prism effect. The way I described it at the time was if you've ever taken a water hose and kind of you know put your thumb over it and kind of sprayed it out, it would catch the light right and make a little rainbow. Yeah. That's about what it looked like. So not super bright, not real noticeable when you're in bright lighting. Uh, in the initial fight, I think only Cat actually managed to see it. But they, not on the Jade did too. Was it Jade? Okay. No, Jade and Cat. Oh, oh, it was both of you. Okay, I was thinking it was just one of you. But, but uh, now that now that it's on the VOD, everyone can see it. I can't remember if they had footage of that one. It's there's at least some later attack where they've got they've got full footage of it that he shows you. He tells okay. you these are some sort of uh, energy creatures. Let's see. Did y'all know the name? No, y'all did not know they were called Primorum, Primora until you talked to the Ganiello. Yeah. Yep. So he's like, these creatures, they seem to possess people. Uh, I think you had figured out already that they were mostly possessing bodies. Hmm? Or at least people that had gone missing already in some way. Uh, and they seem to be deeply opposed to us researching this extinct species. Uh, he pulls up some footage from one of his one of his the last season of his show. He goes, you know, we did an episode on this new race that was discovered, but you know, we discovered an outpost of there, so we knew they were spacefaring. Didn't get a lot of information out on them, and I have been piddling with research on them in my retirement. Uh, God, that last episode was such a cliffhanger. But, uh, so anyway, I knew a fellow that had this artifact. He refused to sell it. He had passed away. I'd bought it from his estate. You know, his children were a lot less attached to it, to his stuff. Uh, so, you know, it was getting shipped here. That's what the attack was about. Uh, you know, and basically I hired the group to go out and do my research for me. I'm not as young as I used to be. And since there were active hostels, these these folks seem to be uh, very capable of taking care of themselves. I mean, yeah, look at that guy. He's pointing at Danru. Too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> uh, but he's I like, you know, recognize that the, the deal I have with them is essentially they get the use of the roustabout and, you know, Jim piling for them. And they can, and you can go about your own business. I, you're essentially on call. It's like I have you on retainer, basically. When I have a lead I for you to follow, you know, I call you up. Uh, the last lead so, I sent them on was some cave, was a, a carvings in these old mines. Uh, the mines linked into a cave system. Uh, but with all the trouble we had been running into, we had arranged it to look like it was a side job they had taken from somebody else. Uh, and I 
guess that's what I'm needing you to report on. What did you find out? I mean, other than I suspect you were involved with the sudden discovery of intelligent species on that planet. Yeah, we kind of got sidetracked with that. Uh, it, it sounded like something that needed to be revealed. Yeah, we... Yeah, they were... Because yeah, apparently the ruins that we discovered, yeah, they were living in the cave system there. Yeah, it was, it was their home. Had they been there for long? Because the, the planet had been actively mining that spot for a while. I mean, it had been abandoned, but you know. We suspect they might have actually emigrated there. But the okay. fact they've come that far into the to the colonized area surprised even them. Yeah, there's a fair amount of movement. Cause, well, though the colony's only been there 100 years, so... Uh, it's, fasc- it's fascinating to see, see a culture in its... or a species in its infancy like that. It'd be uh, like if we could go back and look at the Neanderthal... And uh, this is actually me out of character. Uh, are we going to actually give him more of the where we discovered the ruins may have been involved with that species, and apparently the ancestors of that intelligent race were actually brought there? I think we actually determined that. All right, what you had determined was the. Uh, uh, yeah, the Ekajadi had been been on that world at some point. Or somebody had been there using the Ekajadi language. The cave carvings were basically... Uh, where they had seen the writing, they had copied the writing. But, you know, their, their copy was imperf- imperfect, so... Even with Adrian's ability to translate the language, some of it was coming out as gibberish. But the the numbers, the coordinates, which were basically expressed as numbers, were fine. You know, they were still legible. And then, when you were speaking to the Ganiallo, you found out, yeah, it had been one of their projects. The, the, The particular species that lived on that continent was in danger of going extinct from an ice age, and they had gathered them up and taken them to that Dyson Sphere. Where you know they've also got a a viable population of Neanderthal, they've got a viable population of Denisovans, uh, they've got an early like prototype species of Francis's people. Mm. It's like at least the the ones you spoke to. It's like they go around trying to preserve intelligent species before they go extinct. So, how much of that you want to tell Achille is is kind of what you're discussing. You know. He knows it was you know. the Ikajati language on that world. That's why he sent you there. The plot's a mass effect. Mm-mm. Well, in all fairness, this setting is highly mass effect inspired. I don't know what you're talking about. Crucible is a very commonly used word. I honestly think it would be a bad idea to tell Akili about the Dyson Sphere at that location, so again, just tell him it led to a... It was a point 
in the shortcut, but it wasn't anything that unusual. Okay. Uh, give me a bluff. That area is... Deception? Yes, deception. Yeah. deception. Finally rolled something decent. I knew you could do it. But he had yet to prove it. Damn it! <laughs> Jesus, get dunked. So it kills like so so the coordinates didn't lead anywhere. I mean, to the I mean, shortcut, which is actually fairly interesting on its own. No, like, no, nowhere. Nah. Just, mm -hmm. just space. Right, guys? Just space. Big, yeah. big, wide-open yeah. space. Well, My God, this steak is delicious. Oh, yes, it's Basil's specialty. Still, it's very interesting that it leads to the shortcut at all. Hmm. I wonder how the two are connected. Of course, every species, every currently living species has spent at least a few decades trying to figure out the shortcut. Yeah, I suppose it's possible that Ekajati... Or no, he would not know... He would not know. I suppose it's very possible that, the, that, that our mystery species had spent some time studying it as well. No. Let me go back again. He would know the name Ekajati because y'all have translated the language by this point. His pronunciation might be a little off because it's, it's essentially him looking at a dead language. Where Adrian has got the advantage of having heard the language spoken in his head, so he actually knows kind of how the pronunciation goes a little better. Well, he's also been talking to somebody, too, so... Yeah, he has now, yes. He's apparently able to be understood somewhat decently. Ekajawadol. Hmm. Alright, so... So basically the story you feed Achilles is we took the coordinates, it led to the shortcut... Nothing interesting happened there. We took a side job. Danru got kidnapped. One of these rainbow-colored nut jobs, you know, wanted to play the most dangerous game with us. Yeah. And we did kill him for some reason. Mm. In fact, Achilles will ask you about that. Mm. So what sort of what what sort of deal did you make with him? But do we tell him that we found him and made a deal though? Uh, I would assume. I mean, unless the rest of the party's going to, because Adrian won't. Well, there's got to be some explanation for where you ran into Armato. Uh, it actually explain the most. You explain the most dangerous game situation. 
But the deal was us finding more information about Danru, which at that point, we, he actually didn't know what happened to Danru. Oh. Or, so you, you're going to leave Achille with the impression that, you know, the deal is we can call this guy back and he will let us know any information he's found about Danru. Yes. Okay. Roll me a deception. Oh, wonderful, my... I'm going to suck at this. Look, not being a good liar is not necessarily a bad thing. It means you are a good person. Do you have no charisma modifier? No, I don't. Groovy. He probably can tell I'm holding a little something back, but he probably can tell I'm not telling him the whole truth. There's some truth to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not saying, okay, yeah. That showed great restraint. I'd have been, in a similar situation, I'd have been very tempted to just plant him. I almost killed him, like, three times. Yes, dreadfully sorry to hear about your crew. I wonder how many crews have, how many ships of folks have have met that same fate. I wonder how many will continue to meet that fate. Players at perhaps we should alert the authorities. It wouldn't stop him from setting up a similar operation somewhere else, but At least they could keep an eye on that moon in case he brought anyone else there. I mean, it's 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 way out in the no man's land, so I'm not sure who would really have much in the way of authority out there. But... Who knows? Uh, but as the dinner wraps up, he's like, "Well, it's I don't have any more any more leads to send you out on uh, right at the moment." Uh, so I guess you're free to, uh, you know, take whatever sort of side work or take some time off or whatever it is you wish to do. You know, of course, I'll be in touch with you, you know, if I manage to find anything else. Uh, let's see. Anything else you want to tell at some point, he will make some comments about that last job y'all took. Because the uh, the footage of Danru lopping someone's head off on stage in front of, you know, a thousand screaming teenagers was, you know, it got around. Oh, you have a bot for that? Let me see that. Uh, hey, you see this big Esper fight on stage, and yeah, it, it ends with Danru wearing a human-looking face, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Though you can still make out the jet black eyes. And yeah, he winds up taking his pole arm and lopping the guy's head off is how the fight finally ends. Wow, he has a pole arm. That's super cool. How did he get kidnapped? Uh, the client they had been hired, or the woman they had been hired to protect, this pop star named Stella, uh, who, by the way, is, is getting quite a bit of publicity out of this. 
Uh, she had been injured in the fight to some degree, and he had gone back to help heal her and some of the some of her regular security folks. And uh, I want to say they gassed them all. And if Danry was still awake, there may have been some threatening. You know, basically, you come with us, and, you know, we don't wipe these other folks out or something. I, I forget exactly. It's been a while back now. Right. But it, it was handled with some subtlety, and, you know, and after he'd already been in a big fight, so. And off camera, so, you know, and off camera where I didn't have to dice the stuff out, so. Right. But, uh. Okay. The tracks. So that's where he wraps up. So you know, that's kind of where he wraps up the meeting. Uh, you know, of course he's like, like, you know, if, if if you run into, if you run across any information, if you get any information from this hunter, let me know. If you find any leads on Danru, uh, uh, I realize these folks probably aren't the sort that are going to go for ransom. You know, if they do, let me know. You know. I know you. I know your funds are more limited than mine. I'm mm. actually pretty broke. Coming, uh, my wallet was on the Toriador. It went the least of your losses. I'm sure. R.I.P. So as you break, Basil shows you out. You know, he tells you again how sorry he, was, he is to hear about, you know, Dan Roos' appearance. Uh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm just there, like, shaking his hand, like, it was such an honor to meet you. I am so happy. I, I'm a little, I'm still grief-stricken, but I am so happy and taking my mind off of it with this. He's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we were taking your mind off it for a little bit. And Basil <sighs> made a few appearances on the show as well. Because he did, he did travel. Still in kind of the butler manservant role, but he did travel around with, with Achilles. Then uh, it's been a very, it's been a very whirlwind, the uh, whirlwind of emotions for the last couple of months. But this, this, this is pretty good. Glad I'm off that fucking move. Well, I'm glad you got off to it. I'm sure we'll see you. You know, I'm sure we'll see you some more. Absolutely. As you continue to continue with this business. Still like like shuffling out with his hand like this so eventually y'all head back to uh i guess to your ship uh let's see our time is about up for tonight mm. so when we start up next week what does the party want to do uh find some work i'd imagine yeah. Earn some money to pay them bills. Yeah, Absolutely. basically. Also figure out who gets what, because Cat's not here. Yeah, yeah, we'll bring that up. Uh, uh to ask, she'd probably like the infiltration shoot, although it's just a really good light armor. Yeah. You said it was like four or something? Going to put divide loot in the chat, so I will see it next week and remember. Uh, well, 
Yeah, it's also, like, if she's hitting things, because she has a tendency to hit things at a long distance for death strike, sneak attack. Mm. <laughs> having, a, having a plus one sniper rifle that hits, like, a runaway train, adding in death strike on top of that. Yeah. Now, well, keep in good. mind, too, you're, you know, the the station at Casparilla is a big city. You know, Patrick mentioned the the infiltration suit would be nice. You can go out and buy an infiltration suit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You it's know. just expensive. It is. Uh, so you'll probably want to be looking around for some lucrative job offers. I'll have you a small selection I, of them ready for next time. I'm super into mercenary work. Uh, yeah, you could also choose to continue investigating the uh, Primarin Ekajati stuff on your own, keeping Achille in the dark. But uh, but we'll discuss that more Armato. next time when, it, when hopefully everybody's here. I was like, Armato has zero idea about any of that right now, so... Eh. That's true. It's going to be fun to see how in the dark Adrian can keep everybody. Extremely, and I hate it. Yeah. I'm sure he'll let you know when it becomes important. Yes, when we're about to die. Why are these guys fitness the wrong core? Oh, well, you see, it was this stuff that you know I knew about three months ago. <coughs> I meant to tell you, but you know stuff happened. Not right. even that. I was, like, I was like, why are they doing this? Uh, it's because this reason. How do you know that? I hacked their shit. You what? Oh, yeah, I forgot to give you the information you got out of that drone. Not that, uh -huh. not that it was super, super useful, but... Uh, uh, they were programmed... Anytime they were given a signal, they were programmed to destroy any ships they found in orbit. Uh... uh -huh. I mean, obviously his little shuttlecraft was exempt from that, uh, and he could program in others. Uh, you did find information proving that yes, they blew up the Toreador. Uh, uh, they had destroyed. He would share that. They destroyed Marrow's. Uh, as soon as as soon as that Marrow ship left, you know they blew it out of orbit. Uh, they would have shared. He would have shared that too. You know, so while he used Marrow and his buddies as something to attack y'all with, had they beaten you, they would simply have been the next something he hunted. You know, is, is the clear indication there. Uh, you find records of a couple of dozen ships that they've destroyed in a similar fashion. Okay. Uh, there... See, he would have told me that the Toreador is confirmed blown up. Yeah, yeah, he would have. Uh... The record, the records it keeps only go back about five years. The drone is older than that, though it's been upgraded and tweaked. Right. But, you know, they clearly either upgraded a hard drive or wiped a hard drive or something at some point. So you mm. don't know how long he's actually been doing this. Yeah. But you've left him alive so he can keep doing it. Yeah, basically. Let that weigh on your soul. He doesn't care. He doesn't believe in souls. No, it's a, he's not a good person. He, Adrian is primarily a person of self-interest. He's chaotic good. I think he's chaotic neutral, actually. I'm looking at his sheet. Is he? 
Okay. You've been playing him all down. wrong. I could have sworn I put him down as chaotic neutral. You can go ahead and change if you want to. You've definitely been playing him chaotic neutral. Yeah, he's not chaotic good. <laughs> he's not evil in the sense that he goes out looking to mess with people if they don't deserve it. Yeah. All right, it's but not we're gonna... evil, but he's definitely not good. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap here. Uh, see anybody come out to watch? Anybody watching this later, or if we had anybody watching tonight, I never did check the counter. Oh, uh, anyway, tomorrow night will be the Wednesday night showcase where I believe we are doing our session zero for V's big eyes small mouth game. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing uh, character creation. I honestly don't know who all's playing in that one. I am. don't know either. Yeah, I know me and Decca. I don't know. I don't know if it's everybody that was involved in the Icons game is is moving over to this one or not. It mm-hmm. looks like somebody who hadn't been playing in a while is joining it. Uh, I know they were going to ask Atlas because this is the sort of thing she was really going to be into. And hopefully, she's gotten moved uh, into college by now. Otherwise, I'm not sure who. And then it's Thursday. probably us two and Maddie. Go on, man. I was gonna say it's it's for sure us two and Maddie, and then whoever else after that. Oh yeah, yeah, Maddie's definitely gonna be there. And then Thursday is Maddie's uh, Curse of Strahd game. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything again until Monday with the escorts, and then of course next Tuesday will be us. Yeah. As we see what the Roustabouts crew decides to get up to next. Yeah, because on Monday we're on a boat. He put you on a ship. He's copying me. I don't appreciate <laughs> Clearly, ships are my thing. Uh-huh. He's also a, he's also a captain. What the hell? <clears throat> you know, I had noticed that as well. <laughs> so anyway, again, I've been your GM for the evening, Jason, and with me has been Deca playing Armato, Eric playing Adrian. Uh-huh. Zach playing Francis, uh-huh. Patrick playing Hull, and Anna Ta-da. playing Jade. And we will see y'all next week. Night night. Bye. Bye.